the City Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, Ted Keys. You can check us out for live shows. Check us out as Facebook, YouTube, as well as Instagram and Twitter. And if you don't get to check out the live show, you can always check out the audio at streaming on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, as well as YouTube, too. So, Ted, yesterday we had we were talking about, well, we talked about the New York Yankees. We, we, we got our two senses in. We, we finally said, you know what, screw this. Let's go all in because, that, well, the New York Yankees don't go all in. The Yankees, obviously, and that's why they're home again. And another disappointing early exit for the New York Yankees. But, like I said, and who would have thought this? We're all Giants and Jet fans. Thank God for those two franchises right now because as a New York fan, Baseball fans, you're loving what's going on right now. And each and every week, we come in, we discuss, like the great Vince Lombardi said, it's always great expectations. And it seems like these matchups that we've seen, and last night could be another example of that in the sense of, well, the team that looks on paper, the better team looks on paper, well, doesn't always win. That's why when we come back on Mondays or Tuesdays, we're saying, as the great Vince Lombardi, and I quote, what the hell is going on around here? And that's what's going on in the NFL because you just look at the landscape of this NFL season. And we've been talking power rankings. We post our power rankings. Everybody posts the power rankings. And everybody wants to get a debate argument. Oh, who's this? Who's a good team? Ladies and gentlemen, I think we should just be fair and just look at this NFL landscape right now on October 25th and just say, realistically, other than maybe three teams, the rest of the league is either there's some good teams middle of the pack, and then there's some bad teams. But there's not a lot of great teams currently in this NFL. With the exception of the Bills, with the exception of the Chiefs, and with the exception of the Eagles, you can't sit here and give me another, I don't know, couple teams that you can be like, that's a great team. Maybe the team, some teams are getting hotter and getting better to getting to the point where we expect them, like the Cincinnati Bengals. But we're not going to sit here and say that's a great team because they still have some question marks surrounding them. But that's what I'm saying. But there's also been a lot of surprises, Ted. And you look at it, Seattle Seahawks. I mean, you think of right now, week eight of the NFL season, maybe the biggest matchup in the sense of standings and shocking is between the Seattle Seahawks and the New York Giants. Who would have thought that coming into the season? That would have been a matchup of, all right, who's getting the higher draft pick for next next year's NFL draft? It's been anything but that. There's been surprises, shockers for the good, like the Jets, the Giants, and the Seattle Seahawks. And then there's been some shockers and surprises for the bad, the Bucks, the Packers, the Colts, the Raiders. We'll see what's going on with the Raiders. But, Ted, you look at this season so far. Week 7, who has had the more shocking start? I mean, I have the Giants and I have the Bucks and Packers, but is there other teams? I mean, you look at the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith right now would probably be a Pro Bowl quarterback. Daniel Jones probably would be a Pro Bowl quarterback over the Bradys and the and the Aaron Rodgers. And I know it's, what the hell are you talking about? Just go look, ladies and gentlemen. 
I mean, there's there's a lot of shocking starts, Trev. There there really is. We were just joking before, like when we do our midseason recap, like our disappointed teams, and these two teams that you post on the right, the Buccaneers and the Pack Packers, would be my two NFC teams that are most disappointing. The other two AFC teams would be definitely Denver and the Chargers, because I had the Chargers and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. I still think the 49ers can get to the Super Bowl. They have the team capable, especially now with the move of Christian McCaffrey, Debo Kittle, you know. But as we saw this past Sunday. You can have all the stud players you want. It still comes down to the quarterback, man. One guy has Patrick Mahomes and one guy doesn't have Patrick Mahomes. And that's that's always been the question with the 49ers and Jimmy G. Now, I, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about this. You, this should be an easy question. Who has a more shocking start? It's a little bit of both. Uh, I, I'll put it this way. As much as I want to take the Buccaneers and Packers, you know, with the shock and start, it's got to be the Giants, bro. They're six and one. It's not like they're four and three. They're six and one. They're six. They're the second best team ranking wise, at least the standings way ESPN has it set up. It's the Eagles, the Giants, Minnesota, and the Cowboys. The Giants are the two. I don't know why how it's set up. Maybe it's just the way it goes, alphabetical order. The Giants are the Jews, the, the second best team in the NFC. They're in the top four in power rankings on ESPN on a bunch of other things. That's the most surprising team. And you would say, well, really? You know why? It's because we fall in love with these stories of the Buccaneers and the Packers and blah, blah, blah. But, like, we're living in the past. Like, we still think because the Buccaneers have, like, Tom Brady and Mike Evans and this guy and that guy. Like, but we should have seen the writing on the wall. I mean, we saw a little bit at the end of last season with the Buccaneers. We saw it especially with the Packers. We knew the Packers were not going to be the same team with the loss of Devontae Adams. We knew that. Now, am I blaming the entire season on Devontae Adams' loss? Absolutely not. But when you don't make moves continually for your quarterback, an agent quarterback, and I'm going to reference these two teams in the same story. A couple years ago, we saw Tom Brady go to the Buccaneers. Well, they made every opportunity, they made every move to make sure that their quarterback, Tom Brady, had every tool in the box to succeed. All right. Well, the Packers haven't done that with Aaron Rodgers. They have not. They they paid him. I'm glad we talked about this. Good. I'm glad you got paid. Where's the rest of your team, bro? You've lost pieces on the defense. The defense, which I thought was going to be a top five defense, is not that been impressive. So they haven't taken over and dominated games. You know, if I would have said if the defense had dominated games, maybe they could win some low scoring. But, like, here's another thing. And I'm going to talk a little fantasy-wise because that makes a difference to me and a lot of other people. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, like, these are guys that I thought were going to have much bigger years. Not really. Just from a standpoint of the the focal point of those offenses, and they haven't. But, I mean, we're getting guys like – you know, Sammy Watkins, I, I I like Sammy Watkins, but 10 years ago, I liked Sammy Watkins when he played for Clemson. Guy hasn't been healthy more than one season in his entire career. And that's sad because the guy was a stud when he was in college. Randall Cobb, he's my best friend down the street, but he sucks, bro. We're living in 2009, 2011. When they were, Randall Cobb is not the same player, bro. He's had trouble staying on the field. We make these moves to make Aaron Rodgers happy. Great, he's happy. Round of applause. You still suck. They stink, bro. They have no running game. They have no chemistry. And I think a lot of it, they don't have coaching. We fall in love with the guy, Matt LaFleur, but what has he really done? Hey, beat up on bad division teams. Minnesota stinks. Detroit stinks. Chicago stinks. Yeah, you beat up because you're the best quarterback in the division. You had the better talent. Your team is really you, – you've kind of fall – I'll put it on the, the, the Patriots thing, even though they won championships. You've been on the – you've been the bully. You've been about all the bad kids. You're like the tall kid in class who plays basketball with all the short kids. You just block everyone's shot. The Buccaneers, bro – 
the Packers thing we should have seen, and you have been talking about this, and you've been on this for the last couple of years. You thought the Packers were way overrated when people were still rating them. And you're like, same story, same ending at the end of the book. They're it's literally, like, oh, Ted, it's they're like literally, the Hallmark hold movie. Hold on. They're the literally, no. up with his boyfriend. Hold on. They have the sad story. She moves to the down, back to her old town. She meets the guy that she never really wanted. He owns an old broken farm. They fall in love. They kiss at the end of the movie. That's you how the movie too, ends. You watch too many this Hallmark. Packers movie is many Hallmarks. Mo- no. You watch too many Hallmarks. Here's what I was going to say. Let me just into Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I said it yesterday. This is the New York Yankees of the football world. Which one? The Packers? We still, yes. We're yes. still living in the sense that it's 2000 and 1990s. That we're the New York Yankees. We're just going to beat you. And that's it. We're just better than you because we got. No, that's not it anymore. Teams have closed the gap on you. And that's why you're starting to fall, falter, falter, and falter even more. People are playing chess while you're playing checkers. Well, the and then the Buck, Trev, I mean, we talked about it when we did our preseason. You lose three of your starting linemen, right? They lose Gronk, which, you know, a lot of people don't look at it. Gronk was a significant loss to the Buccaneers. One with his blocking as a tight end, one of the best blocking tight ends of all time. And then he was the safety net for Tom Brady. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin's coming off a hamstring. Julio Jones, yeah, great move. He's good for one game a year. Thank you very much for showing up and making some money. Russell Gage knew it was never going to work out. Their offense not to have been the same. And then the other thing is their defense. Their defense, yeah, which they, have no rush, they have no running. I mean, they got four net, but they're the worst rushing. Trevor, that goes with the offensive st- line. That goes from with advanced stats. Line. From advanced stats, they are awful for running the football. 31st rank. And you look at these two teams, the Packers and Bucks, and look, the Packers, it's the same old. It's the same old story. Literally, just an old-fashioned love song. That's the same old story with them because of the sense of – that's another thing. Do you want to know why the Seattle Seahawks, the New York Jets, and the New York Giants all have above 500 records? Yeah, may, roll, no, it's not that. I was going to say they run the ball really they, well? No, it's because they draft – They they're finally starting to draft well. Seattle has hit the draft lottery. I mean, the kid Tariq Woolen has been an absolute stud for the Seattle's back end of that defense. Charles Cross has been a stud of a left tackle. The New York Giants finally have a competent GM. Kayvon Thibodeau looks like a stud moving forward. Evan Neal was starting to get improving each and every game. Unfortunate injury. Daniel Bellinger, huge integral part of that offense. Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas. That was not because of Bellinger. I know. I'm not that was that, what I'm that was sadly you because of your Dave like Dallas Cowboys have. But here's the thing also. Your team is going to be very competitive. Where's they have Green guys Bay's like, Where's they Green have, Bay packs? They have yeah. guys like Dane Belton that have been contributors to this team. And then you look at the Jets. Other oh, yeah. than, I mean, Listen, unfo- even Kenneth Walker for Seattle. Unfortunate, Brees Hall goes down. But you look at the draft picks. Garrett Wilson, he's going to be fine. Sauce Gardner already looks like a shutdown, legit corner, already Looks like he's going to Brees Hall was going to win the rookie of the year. Brees Hall was on 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 the trajectory of winning that. The Packers don't draft offensive players; they just draft defense. And for a defense that we all thought was supposed to be so great, has been anything but. I mean, they're getting beat by Taylor Heineke. Like this is unacceptable. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We all thought week one, wow, this defense they're going to carry them. They look great. They're getting beat by Mitchell Trubisky and PJ Walker. In back-to-back weeks. Without question, the more shocking start is the New York Giants, Ted. This is a team that everybody thought was in the full midst of a rebuild. And you know what? I don't know if they're in a rebuild. Maybe they're just teetering on the rebuild slash weird type of team that, hey, we can play with anybody in this league. They're 6-1. and They've hit on their draft picks. They're running the football. They're dealing with injuries. Other than a few, other than the Baltimore Ravens and another team, 
the the Giants have been decimated with injuries. And I know it's just, oh, well, what about the big name? Well, guess what? It's not always about the big names. It's just the depth. And for a team that has, you know, been dealing with injuries over the past and in dealing with not having superstar talents, just to have impact after impact for the wrong reasons and an offense that has been, let's be honest, the worst set of weapons in all of football. And maybe you could say the Baltimore Ravens. I would say the Ravens have better weapons. The Jets have better weapons. The Houston Texans have better weapons than the Giants. I mean, realistically, you guys got, you got Nico Collins, you got Brandon Cooks, you got uh, Damian Pierce who's been a stud for them. I mean, the Giants, Saquon Barkley, yeah. Their next best weapon was the guy that just went out, unfortunate with an eye injury, and doesn't look like he's going to be coming back for some time in Daniel Bellinger. This team is 6-1 and one right now. The Philadelphia Eagles, there's only one team that has a better record in the NFL right now. And I'm not saying the New York Giants are the second best team in the NFL. I'm not saying that. But there only is one team with a better record currently slated in the NFL right now, and it's in their own division. They have a better record than the Buffalo Bills. They have a better record than the Kansas City Chiefs. And I could say, oh, well, those teams will be, okay, that's fine. But you have to still play the teams on your schedule. You cannot always say, oh, well, who have they played? Look at this whole NFL season. Every game has been a crapshoot. Every game has been, all right, I'm just going to toss it on the on the roulette table and see how it goes because that's how it is. If you're a betting man, I mean, every week, sometimes you win some money, sometimes you're walking away a loser. Like, how about it's, the week before? Atlanta, Atlanta, every week. Atlanta yes. San Francisco's rear end. Yeah. Then last night, the Bears go into New England. Everyone's on New England. Bears dominate, all right? Carolina, the Bucks, the Bucks go, the, uh, go against the, uh, the Steelers a few weeks after just getting annihilated by the Bills. Mitchell well, Trubisky well, I mean, beats the Bucks. This? The Carolina PJ, Panthers. I mean, Carolina's on the third string, P.J. Tucker. And, and Chubba Hobbit. P.J. Tucker's a basketball player. player. Oh, sorry. P.J. Walker. P.J. Tucker plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. He played for the Miami Heat. Also, what he played for the Miami Heat. What college did he go to? Wisconsin. Wrong. Oh, oh that was Alondo Tucker. PJ Tucker, yeah. uh, Texas. Oh, uh, whatever. I don't whatever. care for Texas. I don't care okay. for Texas. <laughs> so, but he, what, what we're getting at, though, Trev, at the end of the day, when we when we kind of circle back to what we're talking about, is every week this season in the NFL. Now, some people said, and I, I do agree with Brady. There's a lot of bad football out there because there really isn't a dominant team. Because as good as the Eagles are at six and zero, I don't know how many people really take them seriously. Because the mark, the remark you just made a couple weeks ago said, "Well, who have the Eagles really played?" Dallas was the first team that they really played. Oh, they beat the Vikings. Oh yeah, that's well, what Vikings, I'm saying. Like they, they beat the-, the Vikings because their Kirk Cousins a fat. And that's it. But no one trusts the Giants. Realistically, as you said it, there's maybe three teams that people are taking seriously. As much as maybe you realistically me, too, Ted, as much if you're as you and me that. have been kind of talking up the 49ers, they have not been impressive either this season. I believe they have a three and four record going yeah, three into and four. this week. So, I mean, you go in, they get beat by Atlanta. Carolina beats Tampa Bay. The last three weeks, the Green Bay Packers have lost to Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, and Taylor Heineke. Giants, Jets, and the Washington Commanders. All three teams, which you would have looked at as bottom feeders of the NFL. Here's the other thing. When you look at this Giants season, what's more shocking is I was talking to someone at the gym and I go, if you told me at the beginning of the season Giants are going to win, I said, Giants, we looked at the schedule. Me and my brother went through it. We're like, ah, we try to do the win-loss. Like, But you know, nothing's a win-loss with the Giants because anything could be a loss and anything could be a win. I was like, but if we get you know, seven, maybe we, if we can get to eight, it would be great. But if we get to seven wins, we're seven and ten. That's a three-game improvement. I would have said things are starting to look up. The Giants played better, and we got and we got a coach, right? We're at six wins right now, bro. We're at six wins mm-hmm. with, through seven weeks with ten weeks to play. 
whatever the word is, barring a, a catastrophe, all right, this team is going to the playoffs. The New York football giants are going to the playoffs for the first time in whatever, five years. If I'm off by a year, who cares? But they're going to the playoffs by barring something horrific. All right. They got a tough game up in Seattle this week. Like you started Absolutely. the conversation. Extremely Who would have ever thought that Seattle Seahawks and the Giants be I mean, Seattle's the division leader in the West. You got the Giants who are six and one right now. Every game is important because who knows what happens with Philly. Maybe they go on a losing stretch. Maybe something happens with them. So then maybe the Giants take the take the they leading got a, division. They got a nice Who knows? Coming on but, but the Giants, then then they have the bye week, and you're looking at the Texans, Detroit, and Dallas. Even possible loss this week up in Seattle. The Giants could be going to the Thanksgiving Day at eight and two. You want to talk about huge game in Dallas? I mean, I mean, tremendous. And as a Giant fan that we could be talking about in November 24th, Thanksgiving, Giants have eight wins. We haven't seen eight wins in three years, I feel like. Total. So what's more shocking is the Giants. It's the Giants, and it's their six and one. It's not that they're five and two. It's not that they're four and three. Or they have three wins. It's the Giants are six and one and have the second best record in the NFC. The Buckers, Bucks, and Packers. We should have read the writing on the wall. We ignored all the signs. We ignored all the the issues. We talked about in the preseason. Could the Bucks overcome? Yeah, of course they can overcome. They got well, because they got, they got Brady and Rodgers. They got That's Tom Brady. why. You know the thing is, Tom Brady's forty five, and for the first time in his life, he looks like he's forty five. And Aaron Rodgers. Looks his age. He's not throwing the ball as well as he usually is. Now, maybe that's because he doesn't have trust in his players. But at the end of the day, I mean, here's the other thing I want to point out. If you listen to Tom Brady's press conference on Sunday night, he looks like a beaten man, bro. He looks he's going, like a he's beaten. going through. A, he's, he's in the midst of a, a divorce. Uh, it's, it's a I mean, he, he looks weak. He looks you know what bothers old. me about the Packers, too? Each Tell and every me. year. Tell me. It's the same thing with the Yankees. It's excuses. There's no accountability. They don't take no accountability. Aaron Rodgers is always this and that. And I, and we were fool's gold on this, too, because of the sense of, yeah, we thought these two teams, those should be two of the favorites coming out of the NFC, without question. They have been. Well, you look at the division they play in, but you just figure reason, by default that they're going to win it. But the reason why we say that is because when you have two all-time greats, Tom Brady and you got Aaron Rodgers, everything gets like a win. All the negatives get erased because you just have those two greats and everything just is all forgotten. All is well. But in this sense, all is well. All is well. But in the sense of that, it's Kevin Bacon. It gets worse and worse as each scene comes on. He's all is well, all is well. By the end, he's screaming and said, "All is well," literally crying. And he gets that's trampled really, on. That's literally how. Yeah, and then he gets trampled on. Exactly. Well, check the last that's five what, minutes of Animal House. You'll know what we're talking. But about. that's what happened. That is what's happening right now. It's a perfect resemblance of that. That. The Kevin Bacon scene at the end of Animal House is literally kind of like the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now, all is well. We got Tom Brady. We got we got Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna be fine. We got all time greats. Everything's gonna be checked out. We're gonna everything's gonna be moved. Out. I'm moving on. Okay. Well, as each week keeps going on, it's like each scene in Animal House. It just gets worse and worse. And by the end, he gets stepped on. And that's what the NFL is doing right now to the Buccaneers and to the Green Bay Packers. I mean, you think about the last. Five opponents by both of these franchises. The Bucks lose to the Steelers and the Panthers. And then the Packers lose to the Giants, Jets, and, and uh, the Commanders. I mean, all teams that, let's be realistic, up until this year with the Giants and Jets, and the Steelers, I'll say the Steelers too, because the Steelers have always been consistent in winning. But those franchises, really, majority of those five franchises have been at the bottom of this NFL 
league. It hasn't been pretty for those franchises. And you go in and you get beat up by those two teams. And 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 even if they've won this year, it hasn't looked pretty. Green Bay's win against New England wasn't pretty. Should have probably lost that game. I mean, these are two teams that realistically. And here's the thing: these two teams play each other, so you can take a loss on either one of the sides. I mean, that's an, exactly, and that's all I'm trying to say is that these two teams, there's bigger question marks moving forward. Will this offense get going for the Buccaneers? I don't know, but maybe it was a perfect, uh, poetic justice of Mike, of Mike Brady. I was about to say Tom Brady to Mike Evans, wide open for an easy walk-in touchdown, and the season's just bobbling, slipping away out of their hands. It could be the same thing going on in Green Bay. If you're a Giant fan and you're a football fan, look, we're not going to sit here and say the Giants are one of the are going to the Super Bowl. If they do, I'll be the happiest man in the world. I won't even I, you know me, I'll be very happy. But this New York Giants team is 6 and 1. They don't need to Here's my here's here's what I want to say about this whole Oh, they haven't won pretty. Okay. A wins a win. If you No, 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 not that. And we know that. We know this for example. We've seen it. If you're a New York Giant fan, or if you've watched the New York Giants, as long as you've been alive forever, or whatever, it has never, ever been decisive. It has always been like Sunday. You're on the edge of your seat until those clocks hit even zero, zero, zero. Even in the Super Bowl years, even when they won their Super Bowls, other than the Broncos won, they came down to the wire against the Bills. It came down to the wire against the Patriots both times. The NFC title games, the only game I've ever seen the New York Giants win in a meaningful game that said, okay, they're just by far the better team, was the 2000 NFC, and I will always relate as the 2000 NFC championship game against the Minnesota Vikings, where they won 41 to nothing. That's the only time that I can sit here and say the New York Giants have ever won pretty and have won dominating from start to finish for a full 60 minutes. So for everybody that says, oh, well, they don't run pretty. Who has in the NFL, with the exception of maybe the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs? Who really has? Like, who really has? Tom Brady hasn't looked it. Aaron Rodgers hasn't looked it. The great Dallas Cowboys, everybody says they're amazing. Well, they didn't look pretty good last week, but they won. The Bengals are starting to get The Bengals are starting to get into a role, but guess what? They've had their hiccups, and they played the Atlanta Falcons. We know the Falcons have a bad defense. I want to see them play against a, a top-tier top. The Baltimore Ravens, same thing. The Miami Dolphins, all these teams that everybody says, oh, have they always won pretty? No. So why does the Giants get knocked for? Oh, because they're the New York Giants. They're not good enough. Well, you could sit there, eat your potato chips, and watch the first seven weeks again. The New York Giants? may have the best-run coach team in the NFL with the exception, like I said, of the Kansas City Chiefs and, and a few others. But realistically, the New York Giants are winning because of coaching, they're running the football, and they're playing disciplined football. They're 6-1 and one for a reason, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't want to hear the BS of who have they played. So, who cares? Look at this NFL season. It's been anything but a guarantee. The Packers and Bucks. Better figure out. Huge game. Huge game on Sunday and on Thursday. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, all, all three of these teams have huge games. The Giants are going to Seattle. We'll talk about that later it's in the always week. always a difficult and then, place for them to and play. Then, oh, yes, of course. Especially now. Gino, riding high. He's playing West Virginia football right now, it seems like. He's living life. 
And then the Buccaneers and the Packers, huge games from standpoints of, well, if you lose, you're going to be three and five. The Buccaneers play the Ravens on Thursday night football in a huge game for both franchises. And then and the good old Green Bay Packers have to go travel to Bills Mafia and play the best team in football right now, the Buffalo Bills. So all three franchises, and this is just overall a huge testament to the teams that have been winning, the Seahawks, the Jets, the Giants. Give them all the credit in the world. They deserve what they've been doing. And damn shame on the teams that we all gave huge high hopes for this season because it's been anything but. I cannot wait to see what this week brings again in the NFL season. But like I said, you can check us out if you missed a live show. You can always check it out on Facebook.com. And if not, you can check out the audio at iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We'll see you next episode. We are out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.